Hey there, Strong Mom. Welcome to the Mom's New Strong Show, a show that inspires, educates, and motivates you to ditch the weight loss and fitness drama and create a fit and healthy lifestyle that you love, all centered around down-to-earth and practical solutions that will leave you feeling inspired and ready to take action. I'm your host, Jessica May, fitness and nutrition coach, hot mess mama too, a recovering perfectionist, and a lover of all things sprinkles and Mexican food. I'm also a woman on a mission to help you strengthen your body and mind so that you can be the best version of yourself. Ready to unleash your inner and outer strong mom? Let's get started. Hey, strong mom, welcome back to another episode. And this week we are talking about the secret to real sustainable results. And now that wasn't the original title that I was going to make this, but I thought it sounded a lot more flashy and would catch people's attention more than really what it is. And so if you had joined us for last week's episode, I talked about why three reasons why you should be focused on performance goals over action goals, or I mean, uh, aesthetics goals. And I told you that the following episode, we would talk about how to set up or the process of creating those goals and breaking them down into smaller actionable goals and how that is going to actually get you where you want. And that's if that's, you know, sustainable results that are going to last over time, that this is the process to do and how I've been doing this for over eight years and I still follow this process. Um, This is what I get my clients to do because let me tell you what the secret is, okay? It's really not that much of a secret, but a lot of people don't wanna hear it. A lot of people, it gets overlooked. It's not the most fancy thing when it comes to you know, fitness and, and health or whatever your goals are in that realm, but the secret is really to create healthy habits. That's it. Like you want sustainable results, you want them to last, you gotta create the habits that it takes to sustain those results. So let's... A good example of this is we don't have a weight loss problem. We have a keeping the weight off problem. We have a, you know, keeping the results problem. A lot of us don't have a problem getting to a result, you know, like we say we do with the 30-day challenge or whatever. A lot of us can hone in and push through and grit for 30 days and we can get great results. But what happens the majority of the time is after that, after that challenge, then, you know, you gain the weight back, you go back to what you were doing. And the reason is, is because your habits didn't change right? And so we all know when we're trying to change, change is hard, right? Change is difficult in a sense because we're doing things we're not used to doing and we have already formed old habit or we have these habits that have gotten us to where we want to be. And if it's a place where we don't want to be, well, then we have some quote unquote bad habits, right? And habits are hard to break and it takes some time. And if we're always going to be relying on motivation and willpower to get us through, that is not a sustainable way to go about to getting the results that we want because we're human and those things don't last. And it's not sustainable. It's not realistic to think that I'm just going to power through and grit through it. I'm just going to use willpower motivation. You want to get to a place where the, the things that you have to do every day, day in, day out, become a habit of where you want to go. Like if you want to be fit, then you have to have fit and healthy habits, right? And when we create those fit and healthy habits, guess what? That's just who we are. They becomes who we are and that's what we do. And it's not a big deal. Like for me, 
if I don't, it's harder for me not to work out than it is to work out. And I know if you're somebody that doesn't work out routinely, you're thinking like these people that are like so consistent working out, you're like, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how they do it. Well, guess what? Over time, I've built that up and that is a habit. So when something's a habit, it's so much harder not to do it than it is to do it, right? Because that's a habit you have created. So if you're somebody that doesn't work out, guess what? You have a habit of not working out. (laughs) That's as simple as that, right? Everything that you do is a habit. Like if you think about it, you have a habit of if you're somebody that procrastinates, guess what? You have a habit of being a procrastinator. It's not necessarily that you are a procrastinator. We need to start stop labeling ourselves that because that's another podcast for another topic. But when you start taking on that identity like that, guess what? You're going to fulfill that identity. So we need to stop thinking about like this is just if you're somebody that's never been fit and you want to get fit or you want to take your fitness to a different level, well, you need to get out of the mindset and break through, break free of that mindset or that identity of I'm not a fit person and start taking on the identity of being a fit person. And guess what? Then it becomes effortless. That's just who you are. Okay. And if you followed, if you know anything about my background and my journey through fitness, um, I was an athletic growing up. You can go back, you can listen to, I think it's like called my fitness journey and I'll, I walk you through the whole thing. I'm not going to do that now, but who I am today versus who I was 10, 15, 20 years ago, complete 180. Right. And I never would have thought back then that I would be the identity that I have today. Um, but this is just, this is who I am and this is the identity I created for myself. And guess what? It's easy. It's, it's easy for me. Do I have setbacks? Yes. But it's easy for me to get back on track because it's me. When I have a setback, it is me not being myself because those are not my habits. Those are not my usual habits. <laughs> so then I'm, I'm ready to get back onto my normal habits. Does that make sense? I hope it does. So the secret really is that you want to create a, you want to create habits. You want to, you want to, so I know people say like, I want to be fit. I want to have a, a fit lifestyle. I want to, you know, guess what a lifestyle is? It's, it's habits. And so what I'm going to show you today and I'll walk you through a process of is how do we take a goal, right? And how do we turn that in to becoming that person, that identity, those habits? How do I create that lifestyle for myself so I can stop this cycle of being and powering through and just using motivation to the point where I have a setback and I completely get off track, right? I completely fall off track, and, and then it's like a, an act of God. And <laughs> it's like so hard to get back on track, right? And, and then you get in this rut. Um, and that's really what's holding you back. The consistency is key, right? So how do we stay consistent? Then, well, we got to create those healthy habits. And we got to make that a lifestyle. And that's something, a lifestyle simply something you do day in, day out. And that's who you are, right? So we're creating that identity shift into who we want to be. So, but we got to work backwards. So a lot of us, and that's good, we, we ha- want to have big picture goal, right? We want to know where we want to go. And a lot of us, it starts with aesthetic goal. And we kind of talked about aesthetic versus performance in the last episode. I really want you to listen to that if you have it. Um, but let's be honest, all of us want to have some type of aesthetic school, right? For me, it might not be the forerunner, right? It might not be like what drives me day in and day out. I have those are my performance goals. But I still in the back of my head, like, yes, I want to be a certain body fat percentage. Yes, I want to be gaining more muscle. I want to, in my head, I want to look strong and I want to look a certain way, but that's not the driving factor. But it's okay. We want to have that, right? So we want to have that first. 
So think so we want to have some type of, you know, of of aesthetic goal. We want to have a goal. We, we want to have goals because what goals do is they are a map to where we want to go. They're, that's the beginning of the map, right? That is the kind of the destination. I say destination lightly because when you start really getting into the journey, you start realizing there's no real destination. <laughs> you just reach a milestone and then you pick another one, right? So you never fully arrive, but that's the beauty of this whole journey. And, and it's I way like it better that way because then what would happen if we get somewhere and we've reached the be all do all right and like where do you go from there and that would be boring um so we do want to set goals because that is the first stop, step in, in creating the actions that it's going to take. And it's it's giving us clarity. It's giving us focus on where we want to go. If you don't know where you want to go, well, you're never going to get there. So you're, you're going to get somewhere, but it's not going to be where you want to go. And you have to be intentional about creating that path for yourself. So that's what we're going to do today. We're kind of creating a path of like, how do we get there? So, you know, this is going to take you after listening to this podcast episode. I really suggest journaling, waking up morning. If you don't have a morning routine, I don't care if you're not a morning person or not, you need some type of morning routine, even if it's like 15, 20 minutes to have some peace and quiet to yourself before you get your kids up. Like it will be life changing. I promise you. Um, Me personally, I like at least an hour to myself in the morning before I get my kids up because that gets me to take care of me and resets me for the day. So this is a perfect time to do that when it's quiet and you can think, you really reflect, maybe do some meditation first. Um, So figure out what is your aesthetic goal, right? Um, So I wanna get fit. (laughs) I wanna lose weight, I wanna lose so much weight, I wanna be a certain body fat percentage, like all those things, those are aesthetics goal. I wanna fit a size, whatever, that's your aesthetics goal. So that's great and you want to set that but then i want you to also think about performance i want you to think about envision yourself this is a perfect exercise to vision yourself where you want to be like if you could just like snap your fingers and you could be exactly where you want to be in life and look exactly how you want to look then what would that feel like what would you be able what would that person do on a daily basis how would that person feel how would she you know she'd probably be really confident of course Um, and, and what I want you to realize in that moment too, is that it's not about just how you're going to look. It's about how this is going to make you feel and how it's going to change your life. So I want you to be really tuned in to like, why are we doing this? Because I talked about this last week, knowing this big why, right? We want to ask ourselves why, like you want to get fit. I want to lose weight. I want you have that sex goal. Ask yourself why? right? Ask yourself why and why and why and why until you get to an answer that stirs emotion, okay? Um, I'm going to quickly go through a little example of the one I used last week. It's a good refresher even though you heard it, but this is what a why that matters is supposed to be like. So say say my goal is I want to look a certain way, right? So I want to look a certain way. I want to, you know, lose, I want to lose 20 pounds and I want to be, you know, 23% body fat or I want to be a size five or whatever. Right. Um, and then it's like, okay, well, why? And you're like, well, I want to do that because I feel really confident. I feel really confident in myself and I, I want to look good in a bikini. Okay. Well, why do you want to look good in a bikini? Um, well, I'm tired of during the summers, um, you know, when I take my kids swimming that I just, I don't, I'm not participating. And it's like, I'm so, um, I feel so bad about how I look. Like I'm not, I don't wear a bikini with them and then I don't go play in the water. Well, okay. So why does that matter to you? It's like, well, I'm not 
being able to experience that with them and create those memories. And like, I see my husband out there and he's playing with them and they're having so much fun and I want to go do that. I want to be involved in that, but I don't have the confidence to wear a bikini. And then when I do wear one the whole time, I'm just feeling like uncomfortable and I'm so um, worried about what other people are thinking about me that I'm, I'm taking away from that moment. I can't have fun in that moment, right? Um, and so it's okay, well, why does that matter? And it's like, well, because I don't feel like I'm being there for my kids. I don't feel like I'm a good mom. Wow, like, wow. Like to go from I want to look good in a bikini all the way to you start realizing the reason why is because you feel like you're not a good mom. Like that is an, um, that's a why that's going to stir emotion. Like it's not even my why. Like I don't have a problem in a bikini. But like even that, like just talking about it creates emotion within me because I can just imagine what that would feel like for a woman, right? Um, and so that's when you know you've gotten a why. Because guess what? There's going to be days where you don't want to do it. You know, there's going to be days where you're just like, why am I doing this? I want the comfort of my old habits. And if you don't have a why that stirs emotion, then guess what? You're not going to, it's not going to do anything for you. Okay. So we need to be clear on what is our, what is our goal, right? And why does it matter to us? Okay. So now we got that. The next thing, let's talk about the person that what we want to do is we want to identify, we want to embody the person that fit you, that future fit you. We want to do what she does because that's going to get us to where she's at. So we're like thinking, okay, what, Jessica, (laughs) you got to start acting like her now in order to be her. Okay, that's basically what I'm saying. And so a lot of people, this is where they say, oh, I'm going to be confident when I can wear the bikini or I'm going to be confident or I'm going to do those things at the gym and I'm going to show up and I'm going to work out when I have that body. Mm, It doesn't work that way. You have to actually start doing that now in order to get there. So I know it sounds kind of backwards, but I promise you it's not the way that most people go about it that's the backwards way. (laughs) And so, because that's what's going to get you to where you want to go is you start doing the things that that person would do. So we got to be really in tune and really in touch with like who you want to be and who you want to become because that's who we're changing our identity. Okay. And that's what makes things going to stick because that's like, if you change your identity, that's your daily habits. That's things, that's how you show up in the world. And that is who you are. That's, that's simply it. And, and you got to think about if you want a, li- a long lifestyle change, right, then it's not about, oh, I'm just now I'm going to work out. Oh, now I'm going to eat healthier. Like, no, you need to be a fit girl. Like you need to be you want to be a fit mom. Like you got to be the fit mom. And that's who you you got to embody that. So. All right. So now we're we're good on that. So now let's talk about performance goals. So we want I want you to think about some performance goals as far as like, what do you want to be able to do? Because this is something that is so motivating and so inspiring, and I wish more women would do it, is stop focusing on, I want to look a certain way, and start focusing on, I want to lift this much. I want to be able to do a pull-up. I want to be able to do so many push-ups. I want to be able to run a mile within a certain, certain amount of time. Like, I want you to think about what is the one thing, or not. you can maybe do two to three, right? What are those things? If you were able to do that, you'd be like, damn, I'm a badass. Like, I would feel so good about myself. For me, when I first started, it was a pull-up, okay? A lot of women, it kind of, it kind of falls into that. Um, then it started becoming like, I want to be able to squat this much. I want to be able to bench this much. I want to be able to, it was uh, a, str- a lot of strength goals too. Once I was able to do a pull-up, but pull-up was like my first thing. And I, t- I kid you not, like there's days when I don't feel like going to the gym or I'm not feeling it. 
And so I will, I've, I've done this, I still do this here and there, is I'll be like, you know what, you get your ass up there and you start doing pull-ups and, you know, do some set of pull-ups and it always fires me up because it reminds me of what is possible because I didn't think I could do that. For months and months and months I tried. It took me months, literally months, to be able to do my full, first pull-up, body weight pull-up on my own, right? And I will never forget how... Uh, amazing it felt to be able to do that and it's still to my to this day it is it is that for me and it fires me up because it meant so much to me so that is something that means way more to me than me ever reaching like a body fat percentage or a weight loss like it it's just blows it out of the water and so I want more women to know what that feels like because that's real confidence that's what creates real confidence um, is is doing the little things showing up for yourself and realizing strength comes from not doing uh, strength comes from actually doing what you thought you once you couldn't do. And actually that is my quote. <laughs> I, I made that one up. Um, it, it, that's where real strength comes from. It is not from doing something, but, but doing something that you thought you couldn't do. Right. Um, so anyway, so we need to set some performance goals, set two to three of those. Right. So now what I'm going to share with you guys is a process that I call small actionable goals or small wins. And this is the little things that mean everything. This is setting the foundation. This is creating the healthy and fit lifestyle. This is what it is. It's habits. Okay. So how do you create a habit? It's, it's a process, right? One, a couple of things at a time. And if you really want to get into an awesome, amazing resource, uh, Atomic Habits by James Clear, one of my favorite books ever. Love the dude. Awesome book on how to create habits, like very actionable, goes down into this, the, the science, like the mental, like there's, there's, there's thing to, to habits and, and it's not easy to, it's, it's not easy to break a habit. It's really not easy to like say, I'm never going to do something again, because just to kind of give you like a little bit of a background on how the habits work is there's always a trigger to a habit. So uh, there is called a habit loop. It's there's a trigger. Something happens that creates you to want to do the action, which is the habit. And then there's always a reward. And you're probably thinking like, how is there a reward for, um, you know, stuffing my face till I'm, I'm like sick to my stomach of cookies or whatever, like binging. And there is some type of reward because there is some type of comfort to that. So any habit that you have, good or bad, has that habit loop. And so if you were to say that you wanted to completely do away with a habit, right? Like you're like, this is not serving me at all. I have this habit of eating ice cream every day after dinner. <laughs> I don't want to do it anymore. Well, guess what? You can't just like, it's hard to just say, I'm never going to do that. Instead, what we need to do is we need to focus on replacing that with something healthier because the trigger for you is you're eating dinner. So every day after dinner, that trigger happens. You eat dinner. Guess what? It's like, it's like clockwork and you're eating the, the ice cream, right? If that's, this is an example. And um, so, well, you're going to have to eat dinner, right? Like, it's not like, oh man, I'm just not going to eat dinner because that's my trigger. Like, that's always going to be there. So now let's replace the action with something that's healthier, right? So something else you do or you eat or whatever that's healthier and you create that as your new habit. Okay. So really important to understand how habits work. If we're trying to create habits, there are ways that we can instill these habits and be more uh, methodical. And so that's a great book. James Clear, he tells you how to, you know, identify, take, get rid of the habits, put new ones in and how to do that. So that's not for this podcast. I'm just going to, let's talk about why these habits are so important. These are called small wins. This is some, or small, small actions. I've called them non-negotiable. If you've ever, if you've worked with me before, I've called them before non-negotiables. Um, but basically these are small action goals. And I say action 
they're not based on perform uh, uh, aesthetics. So a lot of people, what do they do? They set a weekly goal. What do they set a weekly goal of? I want to lose two pounds. Okay, that's great. You can set a goal like that. But the thing is that you don't have full control over that. And that's not setting you up for a win. So instead of focusing on those kinds of goals, uh, we need to focus on, on outcome goals. Those are what they're called, outcome goals. We need to focus on action goals. What are things that I can do? What are actions I can take every day? And so that gives you full control because if you set two to three small action goals at the end of the week, let's, let's, let's compare action goals to outcome goals, right? You set two to three action goals for the week. Like I'm gonna work out 30 minutes. I'm going to eat X amount of protein. I'm gonna take away this uh, junk food. Whatever, you do that all week long. Everything else can go to shit. That's what I always tell my clients. You can, everything else can go to shit. You just have to. These are non-negotiables. These are like, right, I gotta get them done. And you show up for yourself. And at the end of the week, even though you didn't do everything perfect, but you did these two to three small things that you said you were gonna do, that creates confidence in yourself. That creates momentum. That creates motivation. That is how you keep yourself going, all right? Because what can happen if you're focused on outcome goals, oh, I wanna lose two pounds this week, well, what happens if that is the week before your period and that's when you usually gain like two to three pounds of water weight? Like there's, it's weight loss is not a linear, like you can't clockwork like that. And so, so if you don't have full control over the outcome, why even set yourself up like that? Let's do stuff that is going to, that you know is measurable and you can take action on. And that is what action goals are. These are what the small goals are and we're creating small wins. And not only that is we're setting you up for success because those are the healthy habits. These small actions you take are this, the healthy habits to creating your healthy and fit lifestyle. That means that's, that's something that you're gonna be able to sustain, right? And you're gonna able to be, um, you're gonna keep consistency with it. So now you're gonna have real, sustainable results, right? Do you see how this is the secret to real sustainable results? This is the thing that people don't ever, they don't talk about because it's not that like as attractive as like doing like a 30 day challenge. But if you're, they don't work, right? Long term, those things kind of things don't really work. So anyway, so now let's talk about what does that look like, right? So what that looks like is these small action goals are daily things that you can do that are going to get you to be the person that you want to be. Think about when I, we talked about goals, right? And you have that vision of yourself. What does that woman do? What are the things that she's doing every day that are getting her to be where she is or where she is today, right? Like your future self. And so I'm going to help you out here because sometimes we don't really pick the best action goals for ourselves just because we don't know the process of creating a healthy and fit lifestyle because there is some building blocks and some things that we need to focus on to in a smart way, right? And the reason being is because I have this saying a healthy body is a, a, fit, a sexy body. A healthy body is a sexy body. And the reason being is... When our body is functioning the way that it should, when we're focusing on health first, it makes it so much easier to lose weight. It makes it so much easier to get fit. It makes it so much easier to gain muscle, to um, drop body fat, to reach performance goals. All that stuff becomes easier because we have a body that's working for us and not against us. So I always help women to focus on creating a healthy foundation first of health that's going to set us up to make things easier, right? Because a lot of times cravings, lack of energy, mood, all that, those kinds of things are a result of not taking care of ourselves in a healthy way. And guess what? A lot of those things result in us uh, overeating food 
right? Um, or not showing up for our workouts the way that 100% like we could. So those are the things you need to focus on first. And those are the things that are also going to help to regulate hormones that all play into part with all that. So let me share with you guys um, this kind of concept I have. And uh, <laughs> my voice just cracked. Uh, and my fit. So I kind of call this like a hit, a fit. I have this thing that I've shared before. It's called a fit mom lifestyle pyramid or a healthy lifestyle pyramid. And it's kind of like the process of, of, of what we need to focus on. And if you think of like a pyramid, you have a base, right? You have a foundation. You can think of this as a house, like this whole concept. We, we've heard it before. Like you have to have a healthy foundation because if not, everything else is going to crash crashing out. It's the same thing in this pyramid that I have. And the first like level in this period pyramid, and I promise this all come back around to the action steps um, or action goals is your lifestyle basics. This is where you take care of your health, right? So these are the things that we need to focus on first, even before we focus on exercise. Of course, you can add it in there if you can. But I've had women that have come to me and their 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 health is like tanked so bad that it's like, okay, we, you don't even need to work on exercising right now. We need to get this stuff in order. And if you have time to exercise, great, but let's not make it a priority until you get X, Y, and Z in order. And then also nutrition too. So it'd be like the first level is like your, your lifestyle foundation, right? I'm going to share that with you. These are, you know, taking care of your healthy health first. And then it's like nutrition would be the next layer in the pyramid. Then the next layer would be exercise. And then on top of that, at the very top of the pyramid is, um, is up leveling that's like where this is like where we like more sup like supplements and and really dialing in things maybe more of the macro counting this is more um like basically things that are more dialed in these are the fun things that people like to try to work on first and then they overlook all the like basic things and then they wonder why they can't keep up and they, they wonder why they like, man, like I'm, I'm trying to do this, for example, I'm trying to do macro counting, but I can't, um, you know, I, I focus in, I have all these cravings because I'm not getting enough sleep. I'm not drinking enough water. Um, I don't have, um, you know, I'm skipping meals all the time. Like all these little things that need to be focused on first before we even get to be able to dial in nutrition to that extent, right? Um, so let's kind of talk about what this looks like. And guys, I'm going to tell you this. I've been exercising doing this for like eight years now and I always start with my lifestyle basics I always start with these fundamental things I'm going to talk to you about right now and then I kind of work my way up when I fall off track or I have a setback or whatever the case may be and then I dial things in it always works the same way it's like I have this like check off this in my head of like okay um, you're doing this, you're doing that, you're doing it like, you know, and it goes in order. So that's what I'm going to share with you guys. And these are those small action steps. These are those things. So what I recommend is setting two to three small action steps a week, right? And I want you to take note as I'm talking about these things. Like if this is something you struggle with, write it down. Because one of the best things to do is make a whole like list of all the things that you know you need to work on and improve on and to be that person you want to be to reach that goal and and then pick the top three like that you are struggling with the most and those need to be your action goals for that week and you work on those until you get it down and then you you take the big do the things that are going to take move the needle the most is what I'm trying to say okay um, and these founda foundation things are going to do that for you because it's going to set your health up to make it easier to lose weight. So what are those things? Um, drinking enough water. Very freaking simple, basic. 
but a lot of us don't realize how much it freaking matters. And I probably need to do a whole nother episode on why taking care of your health first is going to create the body that you want, right? Because we all know like we need to work out, we need the nutrition, but there's other things like taking care of your hormones and it's like that's going to make such a big deal. And that's what drinking enough water does for you as far as it helping you. It, um, it, it helps with cravings, right? So I've had this happen before where I work with women and I'm like, okay, I always do assessment. Like, I'm not gonna tell you what to do until we've done assessment, we looked at things, I've talked to you, and it's like, what? because in my head I'm thinking, what are the biggest things that she needs to focus on there to make the biggest difference, right? And if somebody's coming to me, oh, I have cravings, and then immediately I go off of like, oh, well, you do this little hack or this thing for your cravings, when really all she needs to do is drink, drink more water and the cravings go away. Like, why not work on that? right so it's kind of like instead of putting a band-aid on something let's look at what is the, the root cause and when you don't drink enough water well guess what your hunger hormone is the same signaling as your thirst I mean your hunger signaling is the same as your thirst right so even if you're just slightly dehydrated you can think you're hungry um, and there's other reasons why too, like you, you need water to regulate everything in your body, like all your bodily functions, like everything, it needs water to function. You're like 60% water. Come on. You can't tell me that water's not important. So I'm not going to go into all the little details of why every little thing I'm going to share with you is important, but I do want to put, point that out. And then the next thing is, do, are you consistently sleeping seven to eight hours or at least seven plus hours a night? And most of us don't, and we overlook it, and we think we can just, you know, medicate it with more caffeine the next day, or, oh, well, I only, I've always only gotten five hours, gotten five hours of sleep, and you're so used to that, you think that's your norm, and you're doing fine, you're not. Your body needs that, especially when you're trying to lose weight. There is a correlation between obesity and lack of sleep. Okay, and then the reason is because your hormones, it messes with your hormones. Your hormones are trying to reset at night. When you don't get enough sleep, your insulin is higher, your stress level is higher, your, you have a, a hormone that makes you hungry, ghrelin, that's higher the next day. You have a hormone called leptin that makes you feel full, that's lower the next day. You have this cascade of hormones that are setting you up for food cravings the next day and to make really bad decisions <laughs> the next day. Um, when it comes to food. And so if you're not getting enough sleep and you're dealing with that every day and then you're just trying to willpower through eating healthy, why not get more sleep and then you don't have that issue anymore? Do you see what I'm saying? Um, so that would be it, drinking enough water. I, I would aim for drinking a gallon of water, getting at least seven plus hours of sleep. Another thing is effectively dealing with stress because we stress is like the, one of those things that can also be affecting our health where we're going to stress eat, where our cortisol is higher. It's going to make us um, have cravings. We are not going to uh, stress is a lot on our body. So like I said, I'm trying to try not to go too far into details, but that would be an action thing. You know, having um, ways, to, positive ways to handle setbacks. That's another thing, guys. Um, there's a lot of this stuff I can go into way more detail. Um, you know, having a morning routine that sets you up for positive thoughts um, throughout the day. You know, having positive thoughts about yourself. These are things that are fundamental because your mind will uh, sabotage you. It will. Um Let's see. So those are some things that I would set as like a basic thing. And then next I would, okay, you got like, that's what I tell myself, like you're drinking enough water, get enough sleep, your mindset good. All right, cool. Let's, uh, let's go on to the next thing. Let's, let's focus on nutrition. So some things that you can, small action things that you can take is like, 
if you have a certain snack or something that you know is holding you back or you have these cravings, like, you know, take that food out. Start taking them out one by one during the week, replacing them with something else. Um, meal planning, effectively meal prepping if you have to. Not If you're somebody that skips meals, focus on don't skipping meals. Figure out ways to deal with your emotional eating. If you're somebody that eats fast food every week, how can I make better choices at the fast food restaurant or how can I make time to start cooking more meals at home? Uh, keeping a food journal, that's a great thats a great thing to do. Even if you've never kept a food journal and you're not really sure how to do it, like because it brings the awareness into what you're eating. Um, let's see, what are some other things? Re- learning how to read food labels, eating enough protein, um, you know, limiting carbs, um, taking like adding in more vegetables a cup of vegetables with every meal like there's there's those are just some examples of ways that you can focus on nutrition at this point you haven't even heard me say i'm you if you know me personally i'm all about counting macros and i even talk about counting macros yet i feel like you need to get this kind of stuff in order first before you start trying to count macros to a t right and even then i have a process for that um and then let's talk about exercise like adding in exercise you know if you're somebody that never exercises um you're not gonna be like i'm gonna exercise five times this week it's like no like start with 30 minutes three times a week if you're somebody that is exercising that's not seeing the results that you want this is another thing guys is really being in in tuned with like why am i not getting the results i want right and really focusing on those things because if you're somebody that doesn't have a problem with exercising and and that's already a habit you're not going to set that as an action goal for the week because you already exercise right so like work on the things that you know you need to work on um don't make it that much of don't make it like an easy no-brainer win for yourself um then you know just see let's let's think about some other things that would be exercising and then you know, when you have a lot of these things dialed in, other things to focus on would be like the macro counting. It would be like carb cycling, nutrition timing, um, monitoring and tracking your progress more, um, changing, having a different, like a more uh, tuned in workout plan. Like there's, uh, there's different ways to progress this, but do you see how there's always a foundational thing that happens first and then you move on? Now I am going to tell you guys why I think everybody should have, um, if you're somebody that doesn't exercise consistently, that you need to set that as your action goal. Because what exercise does, it's a cornerstone habit. So what do I mean by that? Cornerstone habit is something that when you do that one thing, everything else is going to fall into place. And I, I bet you, you never thought about it before, but think about when you do exercise, how does the rest of your day go? You probably make better food choices because your blood sugar is regulated. Uh, you feel better about yourself. Um, you're in a positive mood. It's, it's mentally better for you, right? So there's all these things, these good after effects that happen just simply by exercising. So that is what is called a cornerstone habit. It means that I do this habit, then I make better choices on my other habits, okay? So those are also things that you need to work on incorporating and making that part of your, your like daily, you know, lifestyle. So let's kind of recap to kind of come back full circle is you should have a, you should have a big goal, right? You should have a status goal or, and you should have performance goals and you should know why, why that it matters to you, like a really strong emotional why. Um, then you reverse engineer. You think about, you can make a list. I used, I gave you some examples of things you can do, right? 
What are those things that are keeping you from reaching that goal? Or let me rephrase this. What are the things that that woman who you in your head have in mind, like that's me, that's my future me, that's where I wanna be. What does she do daily? What are the things she does? What are the habits she has? Make a list of all those things. And then you pick out what are the top two to three things that are my biggest struggles. Work on that first. Work on your biggest things first, right? And you you set those as your action goal for that week, right? You set those two to three things and those are your goals. It doesn't matter. You don't have to do everything perfect. You just got to do those things, right? So at the end of the week, you have a win. You have something you can feel good about. And in return, that's going to cause you to feel motivated and give you more momentum to push you through into the following week to keep going, right? And you feel good about yourself. Um, then the, week, the next week will come, you do the same process. And what I would do with like my one-on-one clients is we would always, you know, reassess the week before, what were your two to three goals? And did you accomplish those things? Do you feel like you got it accomplished? And if, if you're struggling with that, guess what? We're gonna make those goals again the next week. And the reason being is we're trying to create healthy habits, right? And so we don't wanna like move on to the next habits if you don't got those down first. So we're instilling that and it's okay. It's okay that maybe the next week you're gonna have the same goals. That's fine. But you're taking these small wins and these smart, these small actions, I'm sorry, and they're going to compound effect and they're going to build until you have a healthy lifestyle. And that's really the secret, right, is creating a healthy lifestyle, having these small wins. These are the little things that are going to get you to where you want to go. Um, so that is really all it is. That's really what it is. I know it's simple, simple, it's easy. I mean, it's simple, right? It sounds simple. It is simple, but it's not easy, right? Something can be simple, but it's not easy. It's um because of what it takes, right? You gotta, it's changes, like I said, change is hard because we have these instilled habits, these habits that are not getting us to where we wanna be. Your life today is a reflection of your daily habits, okay? So we want to start creating habits that reflect the person that we do wanna be. And and like I said, this, it's it's not that complicated. We need to stop overcomplicating it and we need to stop focusing on the things that are really not moving us forward, And I know it might seem like you're setting these two small two to three things and it's not going to be enough. But I promise you, doing something in the right direction, it all just takes a little bit, right? It takes a little bit to like change course. So think about like a plane, all right? Think about a plane in the sky and what if the pilot was to just shift a couple of degrees, right? A couple of degrees to off course or to a different course. Over time, that distance becomes further and further and further. And so it's the same thing with this, right? You're taking those small little steps and over time, they're compounding into this big effect at the end, right? This big change at the end, but it takes time. And that's what you gotta give yourself. You gotta give yourself that grace of time. Know the time's gonna pass either way and you just gotta stay focused and realize setbacks are gonna happen, but I'm gonna get back on, okay? And then over time, this creates. So you know, you're looking at these people that you admire and you think, wow, like, I can't believe she's there. Guess what? She's probably been on this journey for years and years and years. And there's always setbacks and there's still going to be setbacks. I still get in a setback. But what happens when you create these healthy habits, it gets way easier to get back on track because that's just who you are and that's who your new identity is. Um, And it compounds into results too, right? So I told you, it comes full circle. You want to look a certain way, like this is the way we need to go about it because this is what's going to cause 
permanent results. And this is actually what's going to get you the aesthetic results. It's not going to be focusing on, I want to lose two pounds a week. Like stop doing that and stop, start thinking about how can I create a life that reflects who I want to be, right? We need to, we need to think up level. We need to think bigger level. We don't need to, you know, be worrying about these like these things that it really doesn't work. And I, and, and you know that because if you're listening to this and you're like, damn, that's me, like, yeah, it doesn't work. Setting those kinds of goals don't work. So we this. So I want you to be open-minded to this and don't get lost in simplicity because it does sound simple, but it means everything. We all heard it's all like the simple things matter the most. Like this is this is what creates it. I'm telling you 110% and this is what I do and I still do and this works. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoy that. If you, like I said, I kind of just gave a really generic, a lot of, I mean, not, I wouldn't say generic because this is going to help a lot of you where you're at. But if you want help really dialing this in, really creating a path for yourself and that's like, okay, it's like a checkoff list. Like I know what I'm supposed to be doing and I'm just going to follow this plan and it's going to, and it's going to work for me over time. Um, and having that confidence, like get with me and we can do a consult and I can help you to create this roadmap for yourself. That's detailed and tuned in to you, right? Like that's your specific roadmap. Um, as far as somebody that really knows what matters the most and moving the needle forward to like what goal that you want. Um, but yeah, so I'm gonna leave you guys with that. If you do want help, um, you can email me, uh, Jess at momsnewstrong.com. You can hit me up on social media, momsnewstrong on Instagram and on Facebook. But I will leave you with that. And for now, go out there and be the strong mom that you know you are. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye for now. Hey there, mama. Are you trying to figure out how to lose the last of the belly fat, but also have strong curves in all the right places with a booty that would make JLo proud? You've lost the majority of the baby weight, but now you want to take your fitness to the next level by gaining lean muscle and transforming your body. So you've Googled things like how to gain lean muscle, how to get tone, and you've tried free fitness challenges from Instagram fitness chicks, but you're still stuck and nothing seems to be working. I hear you loud and clear. I've totally been there and you could totally trial and error it like I did for a few years, but I don't want you to get so frustrated that you give up in the process altogether. So I created this simple and right to the point guide that explains the top five fitness mistakes you are making that are keeping you stuck. These are the top five things that I continue to see sabotaging women's results. And these are the five top things that I struggled with and I had to learn to overcome when I had to take, when I wanted to take my fitness to the next level. So you're going to want to go ahead and grab this free guide. You can go to www.mamasnewstrong.com forward slash five mistakes. That's www.mamasnewstrong.com forward slash five mistakes because I don't want you to make these same mistakes in 2020.